Do you like to be the first name of your sex tape? Well, if you like to be the first to listen to podcasts, you might want to check out our Patreon because now we're offering a brand new membership tier called Name of Your Sex Tape. I couldn't help it, guys. I'm sorry. For five pounds a month, you'll get an ad-free version of our weekly episode on a Tuesday, a full day earlier than its usual release. So you can be the very first to talk about how funny our guest was, how quickly you cracked the case, or how badly I answered a question. Plus, you'll get all the benefits of our regular tier, including our live Zoom records, a special shout out on the podcast, and if you really like to hear us talk, we've got an entire back catalog of extra content. Check it out on patreon.com forward slash drunk women solving crime. Name of your sex tape. Name of your sex tape. Name of your sex tape. Fancy coming along to see Drunk Women Solving Crime live? Ooh, yes please. Why not join us for our monthly London residency at the marvellous Museum of Comedy? We've got monthly shows through to June. Plus, every show is a double header, so you get to see us record not one, but two episodes with two fantastic guests. You can find tickets on our website, drunkwomensolvingcrime.com. Shows are selling out fast, so be quick. Noise. Noise. Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact? You can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. Drunk Women Solving Crime will be appearing live during spring 2020. You can see them as part of the Vaults Festival for International Women's Day on March the 8th. They're also on the lineup for the Birmingham Podcast Festival on March the 28th and part of Pod Live's Crime Festival at Wilton's Music Hall on April the 8th. For full details and tickets, go to drunkwomensolvingcrime.com. Drunk Women Solving Drunk Women Solving Crime. My name's Katie Wilkins and I'm an author and comedian. I'm joined by screenwriter Hannah George. Hello. And writer-comedian Taylor Glenn. Hello. This is where Brandy meets bludgeoning, Mimosa meets misdemeanour and Port meets prostitution. It's a true crime podcast with a twist of lime. Coming up on Drunk Women Solving Crime. Mercilessly bludgeoned to death. Merciless. That's the worst kind of bludgeoning. It really is. Merciless. Um, I think that merciful bludgeoning, like, oh, I'm really sorry! Hairy woman (laughs) walking down the street. Is that Um, what it is? Yes. Now, there are two things. (laughs) Fun fact one source said she was elderly, another source said she was about 50. (laughs) Was that a showbiz agent? (laughs) Now it's time for drunk women solving crime. We are joined this week by the fantastic comedy writer Sarah Morgan. I wooed myself. (laughs) Desired result. So, 
Sarah, can you tell us, have you ever been the victim oh, of a crime? No, see, when you, I obviously fan of the show. Uh, <laughs> and I always think when I say, do, do I have a thing I could bring in? And I really, I've obviously been a victim of the sad crimes the, the bad <laughs> crimes and I feel like the show needs a shorthand like a kind of like a me too kind of like a hashtag yeah, like, yeah. that is like the shorthand for yeah you know the bad shit that you go through like, when you're a woman who lives in a city and assume lives her life yeah. <laughs> that's, that's a given like, I'm thinking more like transactional muggings you know non-brutal <laughs> ones like sort of handing things out yeah they're sort of the usual yeah um, yeah no fun ones oh okay one of them scams on Oxford Circus once you oh know? god yeah. no they're scam oh, auctions god. A what? A scam auction? Oh, when, you buy a, when you buy an empty box or whatever. Yeah, sort of thing. <laughs> yeah, no, yeah, because no, like, the, the first two are awesome and then the next one's just a clock or whatever. There's, I was very young and there was like a, it was sort of Tottenham Court Road and there was a, and I just <gasps> got to London. The I was all exciting. There was like a man like, like sort of selling fruit, but it wasn't fruit. It was like celebrity perfumes and oh, okay. Nintendo switches and <laughs> exciting things. And it's, yeah, the whole thing is you sort of, they get you very hepped up and mm. there's obviously plants in the crowd oh, who want, no. who are sort of joining in. So they're sort of go, coming away with armfuls of like, like exciting gear yeah like j-lo perfume and and a mm. switch and a, and a faberge egg and you're like yeah. <laughs> oh, i love a bit of that it's and then, an unseen auction so it's like i've shown you some products and there's yeah. plants yeah but and it's just loads of boxes loads of boxes oh and then things God. like they'll go come on we know you want to be involved get you got buy a paddle we'll make this quick you all buy paddles so then you give them your tenner for a paddle you're yeah. already 10 quid in you're yeah. 10 quid in, now you've got to yeah. buy something yeah, yeah. and the prizes just get shitter and shitter and shitter <laughs> until eventually i came home with like a camera that like it sort of came out of a Christmas cracker <laughs> it was like the texture of a Christmas cracker moustache but a camera oh, and I think if you put film in it it would just explode <laughs> so I, I that was this is pre-camera phone yeah, how much I think it's about 40 quid which oh, for me then no. was like oh, all yeah. of my money like that, a week's rent in London which tells you how long ago it was uh, <laughs> oh. yeah it was it was oh. really upset but my greed it was my greed I wanted the armfuls of switch yeah. and stuff. that's yeah. how these things work so like mm. these days you can walk down sort of like Oxford Street mm. and there's those guys in the sort of shop fronts that are empty apart from yeah. the man with a sort of Britney mic yeah yeah. and is it that is that what yeah, that is it's I that. what that was well, now yeah. it's all very celeb perfume based oh, so it's like mm, Britney yeah. Spears desperation <laughs> and uh, <laughs> <laughs> she's releasing a fragrance as we speak that kind of thing so, but uh, it's yeah it's not it, then it was sort of like you know electrical goods that you could carry away yeah because yeah. I got scammed I in the 90s and it was like the first couple of people like VCRs and then I think also I think I was 11 it was like a warehouse me and my mum went to and I had just started being in charge of my own money at 11 so I had a fiver and like um the, the first two people got VCRs and then he was like go on then who wants to give me a fiver for an empty box God, it's the yeah. best deal like really like sells it and we're like yeah I'll have a VCR yeah. for a fiver what a mug selling yeah. me this thing oh. and then and my and like, this guy's going to get out of business soon <laughs> yeah. oh. lucky it's I got strange. here today yeah. 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 Well, at least in the next 15 years yeah. VCRs will not be yeah. 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 we won't need them anymore and, like, and my mum was going laser disc laser disc well my mum was at the back we were at the back and my mum was like well he's got the gift of the gab like really disapprovingly but she did not stop me so I came home with a a, a clock a, a little kind of not gold but like a little clock that you put on a mantelpiece <gasps> which I then gave as a Christmas present to my grandparents <laughs> and I think it's still there no but, way oh, and it's made of asbestos like, <laughs> my mum didn't stop me yeah 
it, it turned into dust weirdly when we put it there. Like my mum was like, yeah, you got to learn your own lessons. It's like, come on, I was 11. You could have said, <gasps> oh, that's Don't a harsh mum lesson. Yeah. I know, I love the fact that your mum was like, yeah, buy it. Um, buy the VCR, well, you silly little bitch. She was like you disapproving, need to learn. but she oh didn't. She was like, well, see what, see what happens. But Katie, have you done it since? Yeah. I was well prepared for the Tottenham Court Road scammers. Yeah. <laughs> By the time I got to London. Scams and flams. <laughs> when I was about, I, I must have been 16 or something, I bought a mobile phone online. Oh. And I bought it, and I bought it on eBay, and the gun messaged me saying, oh, do you want to just do this away from eBay? And I was like, yeah. Yeah, fine. So I sent him the money. And oh then, no! Do you know what? The phone never arrived. What? And I was so upset. And bless my dad. He was like, um, <laughs> and my dad is in no way kind of like, um, <laughs> he's not like this, but he was like, I'm going to buy the debt off you. <laughs> So he gave me the 42 and he's like, it's my debt now. Like, he acted like he was going to go oh and God. get some money back. Taken. Yeah. What I knew. Yeah. Like, my dad once, when I explained yeah. the plot of Taken to him, he was like, if it was me, I'd call it bothered. Yeah. <laughs> and he didn't mean it. But, but yeah, it was, it was funny it's because bad. I'd never heard that thing of buying someone's debt. But it, I was so upset. Very feudal, very Game of yeah. Thrones. Also, yeah, what your dad now? Like, your dad is the exact opposite of my mum. <laughs> <laughs> they got married, they'd have a normal child. <laughs> Sorry, I mean, no judgment uh, on anyone around this table. No, did I mention I'm a fan? That was fair. No, you've read, you've read the Big fan. I bought, you, I bought you bowls. You did. So this is the oh, stuff yeah. that we put into Prosecco to make us drunker. Yeah, yeah basically. It's, it's like alcohol Vibina. So I'm a big fan of Chambord, which is comes in the, in the orb bottle. Oh, very Vivian yes. Westwood. Big yes. fan at Christmas. I'll buy oh. an orb of Chambord and it feels like Christmas has happened. And I wanted to bring Chambord. If you say it a lot, it sounds weird. I wanted to bring <laughs> Chambord for the for the gang. Uh, uh, but the, my, my dealer let me down my shampoo yeah. guy let me down and all they had <laughs> was uh, Court Road right uh, it's Tottenham Wines it's Tottenham Wines they let me down but they uh, in a box <laughs> it was oh it's such a lesson Katie's mum was like well learn <laughs> Suck up, bitch. Uh, so I got bowls. Turns out bowls is exactly as delicious. It's just creme de cassis, it's really. really. Good, it's really tasty. It's like Robina for grown-ups. Since 1575. Yeah. So I'm curious, what, did that even proceed? Chambord. Yeah. 1575. Well, I would happily talk about Robina drink, but <laughs> Robina boots for grown-ups. <laughs> it's tooth kind. Special juice. <laughs> tooth kind Chambord. Tooth kind bowls. Sorry. Um, we have to ask all our guests, what would you say to the perp now if you had this? Oh, to the, oh I hadn't rogue. thought to the... Um, to the scams and flams guy I yeah. don't know because I do admire a scam and a flam yeah. <laughs> as long as no one gets hurt sorry that's a, this, that's a Mr. Show sketch <laughs> with Bob Odenkirk who then went on to be uh, Better Call Saul so he was like in training for scams and flams but I love a scam and a flam so even though I was the victim of one I, like, I think off. grudgingly I'd gone hats off and it won't happen to me yeah. again I'm very much like your mum in the respect <laughs> Whereas your dad <laughs> keeps buying your debts. And oh, you yeah. Never oh, my dad is going to go take it. He's going to be Liam Neeson. On, yeah, he's going to be on Oxford Street yeah. one day. <laughs> I wish I still had that sad camera. It really was the shittiest thing I've ever seen. Did it take pictures in any way? I did not attempt to put film no, on it. I no, thought no. it would right. something bad would happen. Right. And it was a film camera. Again, tells you the era we were living in. Wow. <laughs> The era of scams. Yeah. Right. Now, speaking of scams. No! Oh. Is it a scam? Um, actually, no. <laughs> uh, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to tell you the name of this case. Mm-hmm. It will shed some light. Mm-hmm. This is called the Cannon Street Murder. Ooh. So, spoiler, a murder. it's a murder and it happened on Cannon Street. 
Um, in Cannon Street, London? Yes. Yeah, don't get too London centric. I, I was going right to make you guess that, but. Um, oh, I'm sorry. You know, you're way ahead of the game. That's great because that will save us some time. <laughs> okay, good. We're on the road. Let's go. Where is Cannon Street? Just so we can pop ourselves uh, in the it's moment. It's like quite central. It's east, isn't it? It's near Liverpool Street. City. I might be city. city. There you go. City. Okay. City. Yep. Okay. That's what I said. Central, east. So on the evening of April the 11th, Mrs. Sarah Milson heard a knock at the door. She went downstairs and upon opening it was mercilessly bludgeoned to death. <gasps> Merciless. That's the worst kind of bludgeoning. It really is. Merciless. Um, I think that merciful bludgeoning, like, oh, I'm really sorry. That's what you do to a kitten. Hang on. Or like something that was ailing, like a badger that you'd run over. Oh, my God. That would be a merciful bludgeoning. Oh, I don't like that. The minute you knock a of animal over in a car and the person that gets out immediately is like we should put it out of his misery yeah, but they're and there's a little it. smile <laughs> and like, it's my dad again and you're like no, no, no. but like that MP works. with that fox you've done yeah. that fox in at Christmas who's <laughs> got a rock that guy smash its head Brexit yeah. Britain sorry um, so question what year do we think this is oh a woman was bludgeoned on her doorstep in central London yeah well how often I mean, women guys houses have doors <laughs> uh <laughs> Bludgeoning feels old school. Yeah. yeah. I feel like we're, we're talking 18th century, perhaps. Oh, wow. 1874. <clears throat> That's where she's going. Great. Any advance on that? London has streets at this point. Oh, interesting. Yeah. Could get all Peter yeah. Ackroyd about this. When did London... <laughs> London's had streets for like 2,000 years. There's no... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, what about invented roads? Yeah. <laughs> when did we have cannons? Oh, good, cool, good point. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 1863. The height... Of the Cannon Street murders. 1812 okay. Overture, that was Cannons, wasn't it? No, like, hang on, what was the oh. one that was Cannons? <gasps> I'm thinking of two different overtures, no, but one was a right. Cannon one. Was it Pac Bell's Cannon? <laughs> My husband's a, a composer no, and he's going to kill me. I'm going to have to press you for a guess. Okay. Oh, we shall. Okay, um, yeah, eight, eight, what were we saying? 18, 18, 18, 1870 something, 1860 something. 1863? 1864. Okay. Price to Right Rules, 1900. Okay. Taylor is a Officially the closest <gasps> because it's 1957. <laughs> 1866. Whoa! Ooh, I again. am amazing yeah. at this. Okay, so now my source said this case shocked London for a few short weeks. <laughs> I mean, it's only a woman. Oh, yes. <laughs> One so far, as we, as we know, there might have been stuff to do. Yeah. yeah, it's London. What do you expect? Yeah. Like, we're not going to make eye contact on the tube. We <laughs> get over murders really quickly. Who hasn't been bludgeoned in London? Oh, yeah. Short weeks as well. Like, like long summer yeah. weeks. It was the short, short ones. Um, so, but the, the gruesome bludgeoning was shocking. But there was mm. an, something else about this that, that made this particular murder shocking. So question, what was extra shocking about? Well, I mean, it's part of what I've already told you, but. I mean, I guess it's got to be that this woman was a woman of standing. Like, mm. She has to be important Ooh, because yeah. unfortunately... A lady. Right. Yeah. She has right. to be someone that's married to someone or some shit. Queen um, Cannon. I Mrs. Will... Cannon. <laughs> lady Cannon. I will take it. You're along Duchess the right... Cannon. You're along the right track. <laughs> Queen <quite>. Cannon. <laughs> Basically. Keep it higher, higher. Empress Cannon. Cannon. Empress Cannon. <laughs> um... Mrs. Sarah Milson was a seemingly innocent old housekeeper. Oh, 
<laughs> so there was no one could really think of a motive as to why anybody would do something like that to it this lady it seemed very random that's yes, interesting because yeah people called Sarah who housekeepers get murdered all the time just happens <laughs> um, so like she had no um, enemies that anyone knew of she was a widow uh, she was far from rich so there was no motive in terms of getting her money hmm. um, she was elderly but still worked as a housekeeper fun fact one source said she was elderly another source said she was about 50 <laughs> <laughs> was that a showbiz agent <laughs> was it a commissioner <laughs> do they work for the beam <laughs> <laughs> so we've got this is how one of those is the funniest one. I don't know which one. <laughs> Just keep going. I'm going to keep saying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so, by all accounts, the elderly 50 year old <laughs> widow can't go on a panel show anymore. <laughs> Her panel show days are behind. Yeah. Uh, lived a quite a quiet life um, on Cannon Street in the heart of London. Uh, but slowly, however, new details started emerging, shedding new light on this um, secret dun, dun, dun. I know. So, now, investigators arriving on the scene found huge amounts of blood, as you would expect, but they also found a crowbar lying nearby. Question, did the crowbar have bloodstains on it? Ooh, I guess. I'm thinking no. no. Yeah. More exciting if it didn't. <laughs> slightly leading question. And yeah. can you? What I mean? What are the rules of bludgeoning? Like in, in a blood? in a bludgeoning, do you have <laughs> like to fight? Are they? Never talk about yeah. bludgeoning. Yeah. I'm only a green belt in bludgeoning, <laughs> mm. but, but like in the sense that can you you can bludgeon someone with a crowbar? I guess I don't know what the. What do you think of bludgeon? Like just a heavy I've, object? A heavy... I feel like it's just hitting someone over and over again. Right. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm. So it can be with anything, like a blunt yeah. instrument. But I yeah. think the fact that you are as if it's sharp as a stabbing. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. exactly. Something blunt. But this suggests that this was not the murder weapon, and that she mm. was wielding the crowbar, perhaps anticipating Ooh. the visitor. <gasps> well, Interesting. Oh, okay. That's a great theory. Um, well, she had a lot of like manhole covers to Jimmy. <laughs> <laughs> what do you actually use He's a crowbar? Because they're only ever used as murder weapons, right? Oh, so you therefore, use it for opening yeah. packing. Oh. Packing as well as manhole okay. covers. Okay, okay. Also, awesome. I know this from Beverly Hills Cup. Nice. Okay. Excellent go, research. It's so satisfying. <laughs> you know, coffee grounds. Um, Sometimes they put drugs in coffee grounds. Did the police think that this was the murder weapon? Yes. Yeah, probably. Quite lazy. Yeah. Yes, they did. Despite the fact that it had no blood stains on it. Brilliant. Um, now, you've all said that you don't think that the crowbar is a murder weapon. Or have you? Well, well, wait, if you, you like washed it and then left it out, like mm. a clue. There's, there's, <laughs> like, fucking yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> Just Can we that. do this in the library, please? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so, do you think that it's a murder weapon? I don't, because they, I think you've got something more exciting. You've got a look yeah. on your face of excitement. Okay. <laughs> well, to find out, <gasps> join us after this commercial break. <laughs> I feel I start doing cliffhangers. <laughs> Welcome back. It's a commercial for the crowbar. <laughs> this bowl um, sure is delicious. And the answer is it's not the crowbar. Uh, so, a bit more background information for everybody, real quick. This premises is a warehouse, not a house. Uh, Mrs. Milson lives in an apartment above it and she looks after it. Her late husband also, who died six years previously, had also worked for this firm. A middle-aged cook, so probably a (laughs) 20-year-old, Elizabeth Lowe's. That took me five seconds. (laughs) 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 Uh, 
um, also lived in the apartment upstairs and the two women had been friends for 10 years. They both worked for the Bevington Leather Merchant who owned the warehouse. Leather. Leather. Mm. Yes, take it in. Uh, so... <laughs> Despite being good friends, Sarah Milson never talked about her past with Elizabeth Lowe's. It was a closed book. A leather book. Yes. Yes, she had access to all the best stuff. Um, Do you think Mrs. Milson had many visitors? Oh, yes, she was. Oh my gosh, is she running a bordello in the house? Was the warehouse a whorehouse? (gasps) Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. These are great guesses. No, I can tell Um, by your eyes. No, no brothel. But there's leather, there's crowbars. What else do you need in a brothel? (laughs) What a wasted opportunity. Sex workers, that's the other thing you need. Yeah. (laughs) Um, I think she probably didn't get a lot of visitors, maybe. Okay, Hannah is correct. Oh, no visitors. Well, she only occasionally had visitors, and among them were her sister and a Miss Cox. Once, a man called, and his appearance had excited Elizabeth the Cook's curiosity. Uh, This man called the first time when Mrs. Milson was not in. Elizabeth answered the door. She described later to Mrs. Milson seeing a short, thick-set man with dark hair growing low down on the forehead. When he heard that Mrs. (laughs) (laughs) Eyebrows. That's just eyebrows. You know, we don't go for it on descriptions like we used to. Like, look, I'm gonna lay this out. He's got a low he had a proceeding hairline. <laughs> proceeding hairline. Oh, that's gorgeous. <laughs> Down to his knees. <laughs> um, so she described um, this man later to Mrs. Mills. Oh no, wait. So. Wait, sorry, when he's still at the door and he hears that Mrs. Milson's not in, he refused to give his name and he left. So Ooh, then later, he did it. Um, when yeah. Elizabeth <laughs> described this man to Sarah, did Sarah recognise him from that flattering description? A man came round, he had a <laughs> preceding <laughs> hairline. Oh, I'm never going to forget that. Um, and he, what was else? Was, uh, that's literally the only thing I can remember. <laughs> That he looked like short, so he was look he was like cousin it yeah <laughs> short hairy that is essentially the image okay so cousin it I think you'd remember a cousin it yeah. but I also yeah. think you'd be a bit frightened of this person so I think she said no I don't know him no okay. but she did that's not my nice. son <laughs> my hairy son <laughs> I love my hairy son these are all great guesses um, she said that she did she 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 said. Oh, yes, I know who he is. But oh. she said no more and gave no more information. <laughs> I feel like, um, man, you get judged on, like, your visitors. Yeah. That's a lot of yeah. pressure. Mm. Um, like, I, I don't know. So, question, did this guy come back? Oh, T- To kill her, yes. Because uh, we've ascertained that he's probably You've, yeah. you've judged him? Okay. Yeah. No, <laughs> I, no, I've changed my mind now. I think oh. he probably got a haircut and came back and he was all sexy. Oh. <laughs> yeah. I was like, well, that's the rom-com version of this. Awesome. He's <laughs> Pretty woman, her and said, "You didn't want to date me when I had a proceeding <laughs> Big mistake. <laughs> I was a thumb and a wig." <laughs> I think he comes back. Yeah. He feels like a big player in this story. Okay. Correct. Sorry, I didn't give you a chance to yeah. answer, Taylor. No, it's fine. Um, Just, what the fuck is going yeah. on in the leather factory? Okay. So <laughs> one evening, even better. <laughs> prior to the murder, there was a knock at the door. Mrs. Milson went down to the front door of the warehouse and in a few minutes returned somewhat agitated. She said, asked, said to Elizabeth that the man had come back and he had demanded a sovereign from her and could she borrow one? 
So Elizabeth lends her a sovereign. Mm. Uh, Mrs. Milson pays him and he goes away. She still didn't give Elizabeth any more information. Cut to, she gets murdered, yada, yada. Now, the police are stumped. It feels like an impenetrable mystery. The crowbar, by the way. <laughs> I mean, come on. You knew, you knew there'd be this, some good balls. There's so many details. I'm sorry. Okay. I just, I need you to know as well, I've already slagged off the police about this crowbar this crowbar is tiny apparently as well oh it's a tiny crowbar it's a tiny crowbar so sorry you guys were more drunk than me when i arrived i'd just like to point that out this is, a this is like a contact high it's like i breathed in whatever you guys had the crowbar sorry, belonged okay. to the leather warehouse and it was for oh. packing goods whoa Oh, you're lucky that, that, that that's went all. amazingly. Um, so it was just warehouse. It was found on a board near the body. It was perfectly clean. Um, the police rule out robbery as a motive. Question, why do they rule out robbery? Nothing is missing. All of the leather goods are accounted for. <laughs> Correct. 36 leather um, goods to be exact. <laughs> and in addition up to that. in alphabetical order. Number the, one, belt. <laughs> <laughs> Number yeah, <keep> two. Yeah, <laughs> Shoes. You can do it. You can do it. Shoes. Coat. Dad's shoes. <laughs> no, please keep going with this. I believe in you. And I want you to get across this finish Watch. How many more letters in the alphabet? <laughs> okay. Now, the key of the safe, which the housekeeper had, Mrs. Milson had, was found in her pocket and nothing was taken from the safe. Oh. There was 17 shillings of her own money hadn't been taken. And as Taylor has correctly ascertained, nothing from the warehouse was disturbed. So this feels personal. It does. Mm. Now, um, despite the otherwise difficult circumstances, the police are given a cracking head start on this case. Oh. Question, what big break do they get early on this case? The fact the man has hair down to his <laughs> yeah. cheekbones. Yeah, it's, a lot. it's Elizabeth's <laughs> testimony. Well, not testimony. So Elizabeth seems like quite a tattle, right? She's been, she's been like very judgmental about what's going on in Sarah's life. <laughs> she's been sort of like, oh, window. she wouldn't give me any more yeah. information. I gave her a shilling and then she wanted to know more stuff. And yeah, she's quite, you know, yes. unsupportive. Very unsupportive. <laughs> um, so do, do we feel like this is a blackmail thing? Because I feel like if a guy turns up going, uh, give me some money. Give me a shilling. You, and when you give him the money, it's How much because was a shilling back then? I mean, is it like 20 quid? Or let's is it like, say it's 20 quid. Okay. That's how history works, right? right? Oh, he came to that. That was good. Um, yeah. I like blackmail. Hold that thought. Okay. Um, but I would Wait, you she's a-, a widow. Correct. Ooh. Does this have to do with her husband's bad gambling debts or something like Interesting. that? Interesting. Did my thought. dad buy his debt? <laughs> <laughs> Is it? I'm going to just throw in crime de passionel because I like saying yes. that. <laughs> Is it a crime de passionel? Actually, hold that thought because Ooh. I have a theory. Is that, that what we... we're drinking? Yeah. <laughs> okay. They find something on the body. Ooh. What do they find on the body that's oh, a, a wow. good clue? Something a shilling. <gasps> A shilling. Mm-hmm. Um, good guess. It's a not very long hair. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> like a wig. <laughs> Any other guesses, or shall I take a crowbar? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, no, no, no. This is a fun. This is a fun. Yeah, guess. this is good. <gasps> uh, it's is it paper? Yes. With information on it. Yes. <gasps> How do you know Bur- that? A birth certificate, what a wedding certificate, a there? raffle ticket. Death to her. Uh, okay. A gambling slip. <gasps> 
fab guesses. I'm wearing one now. Um, <laughs> do you want to add anything on it, or shall I do the big reveal? It's so short, it's a I bit like of a gamble. Right, one, <laughs> right, one more paper thing. I'm into this now. What's a, th- a paper? A newspaper. A newspaper from a different date. Oh, yeah. Okay. A date when her Ooh. husband died. Yeah. I refer back to Beverly Hills Cop. <laughs> <laughs> the training video we watched yeah. for our jobs. <laughs> exactly. What was it? I'm excited. Okay. It was a letter. <gasps> it was the one thing we didn't say. It was so obvious. Was it A? <laughs> or was it G? Or was it no, S? It's or, okay. a letter. And I see what you did there. Thanks, Ben. Um, the, would you like to guess what it revealed? Or shall I tell you? Well, I guess it's what... I mean, I'm assuming the blackmail thing was right and I'm assuming it's something to do with, like, her husband, maybe? Just because she feels like she's not done anything. Yeah, but, so far she's done okay. nothing. She's received a visitor. She's, yeah. This has no. been old. Paul, <laughs> in London. <laughs> even. Yeah. Yeah, now, I don't know. this letter is written in slightly yodi days. So I can either tell you my translation of it or I can te- read you the letter real quick first and then tell you what I've deciphered it to mean. Well, let's have the ye yeah. olde. I want that. Yeah, Are the F's S's. Is this, is this Middle English? Okay. Are we going to bust out some? I've oversold it. <laughs> what? So we're in eighteen Canterbury okay. Tales. I'm going to. I'm going to do exciting. my best. It's not as exciting as I've made it sound. Dear Mrs. Wilson, the bearer of this. <laughs> I... Wait, I don't understand this. <laughs> You're going to have to just. <laughs> I know. Bear with it. Um... Dear Mrs. Wilson, (laughs) the bearer of this I have sent to you as my advisor. I have taken this course as I have received so much annoyance from Mrs. Weber that I can put up with it no longer. He will propose terms to you which you can accept or not at your pleasure. Failing your agreeing to this proposal, he is instructed by me to see Mr. Bevington or Mr. Harris and explain to them how the matter stands. You know yourself the reasons you put forth for borrowing the money, doctor's bills and your physicians for your husband, which you know was not so I shall also have him bring your sister before Mr Bevington if necessary or your obstinacy compels my advisor to go to that extreme signed George Terry and on the back was written received of Mrs Milson one pound from W Denton for George Terry 26 old change so basically that pound that she borrowed off Elizabeth she has paid towards this debt already um, so right, I'm going to translate it for you now. Okay. okay. So basically, <laughs> what does Terry mean? <laughs> Terry, that gets mentioned in this, he's old mates with Mrs. Milson. Okay. Terry introduces Mrs. Milson to someone called Miss, Mrs. Weber. Weber. Um, so Mrs. Wilson can borrow money from Mrs. Weber. She borrows money from Mrs. Weber, um, thirty pounds, and she paid back some of it. Then she fell into arrears. Mm. Then Mrs. Weber kept wanging on to Terry that she hadn't been paid back yet, and it's his fault for introducing them. And because it's his fault, he should pay her back instead. But Terry hasn't got any money. So the police start having a crack at... Right, sorry. Okay. That's the end of that. Okay. Right. Okay. So it's a debt not been it's paid. It's a bad debt. Yeah. Um, I'm still thinking this is my dad. Just, this is weird. It's such a shame she didn't have your dad. <laughs> he just um, sorted it. Yeah. I'll take it. Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real life store stage. All the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is there to help you grow. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. 
Get a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash work. Shopify.com slash work. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. <laughs> so the police wow. start thinking it's this Terry. So... Question, do the police arrest or rule out Terry as a suspect? Who's Terry? <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. No, I'm, yeah, he's, so Terry is mentioned in the letter. Mentioned, we don't really know who Terry is. No, so he's a new character that we haven't met. She was borrowing money from Mrs. Weber. So t- and was in a Ter- Yeah. So Terry's like, I'll handle this. I make chocolate oranges. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm all gold. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> But is he related to Weber? Like, who? no one's related to anyone. Okay, okay, okay. And um, this is so Sarah has inherited the debt from someone. Yes, it, either she's got into it herself, or her and her husband have. Mm. I feel like or, it's because she's a widower. Like, it's yeah. her husband's last sort of it, it's it's, the it's, medical bills yeah. it's before the NHS. It's it's what is going to happen post Brexit. <laughs> yeah, this is our future. This is all that's going to happen. <laughs> we're we're going to get bludgeoned. We're going to get shops. bludgeoned in leather shops. <laughs> You hear that? Fucking levers. But there is, there's a line in the letter. Happy now. Happy, happy there's, now. There's a reason why we call you the leather levers. There's a line in the letter that says you borrowed this money for physician's bills for your husband, which you know was not so. So there's an implication mm. that she oh. said that she needed Okay, so this whole story has been about a Sarah, and I'm thinking, Sarahs are normally a bit cooler than this. Like, <laughs> all that she's done so far is like, oh, my husband died, now I work in a warehouse. And I'm just like, now it's just like, oh, she borrowed the money and went mad. Like, that's cool. <laughs> Come on, bitch, what have you been up to? Oh, there's a little it's... twist at the end of this. <gasps> of course there is. Sarah's coming back. Sarah's Sarah. don't be passive in no story. <laughs> Okay. I'm very drunk. <laughs> but you do that. That's so weird how you feel that for someone with your own name. You're oh. like, yes. Okay. I very much not enjoyed how low in the mix she's been. Like, it, it, she's the protagonist, Ooh. and it's essentially she's just been killed. Yes. And mm. how do you feel about Sarah Palin? Like, that must have been hard. <laughs> she was a good character. You yeah, know what I mean? Oh. Like, she was an anti hero. She was an anti hero. And Tina okay. Fey. Yeah. So yeah. Got to look on the bright side. We got, mm. we got more really Tina Fey. That's a good take on Sarah Palin. Thanks, guys. Really I like to look on the bright side for a Sarah. really happy. Yeah. I love that we've gone to an expert. It's another Sarah. <laughs> <laughs> and I just know how Sarah's behave and they don't just That's, like like she had some like cool gambling debts yeah. and it was not nice. just like yeah nice. she smothered the husband um, that checks yeah. out for Sarah yeah. um, okay so, so maybe she's maybe this money she's borrowed wasn't for her husband's no stuff. there's other implications <gasps> so did you want to say something no <laughs> <laughs> Feel, for the listeners, I felt like Taylor was signalling me, but she was she was not. Um, okay, get that. Get that a lot. <laughs> so the police go and question Terry, and then he goes, "Look, it's all this guy called Denton." Now Denton is an alias. This guy's real name is William Smith. <laughs> that sounds like a fake name. <laughs> My name's Dave McFake. Name. <laughs> Everyone calls me Bob. Um, it, now it turns out that Denton slash William Smith is the protruding hair guy. 
Yes. Oh. So he got involved as a money collector. Mm. So he was dispatched to her to take care of this, very much like Hannah's dad. <laughs> um, and he goes... Who has a receding hairline, by the way, guys. <laughs> he's very, a bald man. It's always one or the other. Yeah. <laughs> um, so he's the mystery man who popped around to get the sovereign, which he successfully did get. Right, so we have a name now for the murderer. Yes. That's exciting. Mm. Now, did it's put- Terry? De- <laughs> It's William it's Smith. Denton. William Denton Smith. William yeah. Denton fake name. <laughs> Terry. Okay. Now, do you... Is it even Terry's chocolate orange? It is Terry's yeah, chocolate orange. Yeah, no. That joke. You really I chuckled. No, I, like, I enjoyed look, it. I hate to... Yeah. Go back. That's a callback, guys. <laughs> a callback checking that your first joke was relevant is amazing. That's fucking great. That's not a callback to me. That's a check back, I guess. <laughs> Check back. <laughs> Did you guys like it? Ten minutes in, <laughs> female workers. <laughs> okay, Denton Terry Williams. Okay, do mm. the police arrest him? Yes, yes, they do. They've got it. Yes, because anybody with that kind of hair. Okay, <laughs> oh, no. but by this point, the police are bored. They just want the case closed. They've worked hard. They're just like, oh, for fuck's sake, my feet are tired. Okay. I don't want to talk to any more people. <laughs> they so they make William Smith their prime suspect. Now, question. Was William Smith well known to police at this point? By which name? Oh, yeah. Any. I mean, he didn't actually look like how we're imagining him in our heads. But it's impossible to get through that, isn't it? Like... <laughs> Like a Play-Doh mop shop. Is that what it was called? Play-Doh mop yeah. shop. Yeah. 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 I know, right? That's what he is. Anyway, no, uh, yes, because he's the Play-Doh mop shop. Okay. I feel like he is known. Yes. Maybe that's why he changes his name. Wow, you, you tuck tissues in your sleeve. <laughs> do you not do that? <laughs> no, I've never done that. Where ever. Yeah. My oh, mum wow. taught me two <laughs> things. Okay. Get scammed and put tissues in your sleeve. <laughs> I do love it. I do envy anyone that puts tissues in their sleeves. It's amazing. Really? Really? Sorry, Katie's just choked on her drink. I'm so sorry. Actually, you've sort of tucked the coronavirus up your own sleeve for special, special laters. Tired of wearing masks. (laughs) I'm trashed. I don't mind, honestly. So we all need germs. They're good for you. You can throw it away later because you don't want to just toss it on the table. Put it in there so that you've always got a tissue. Yeah. Double down on that. You're going to go back in there. And I only had a tiny, <laughs> tiny bit of syrup. Okay. No, I get it. I get it. I get it. And my nanny used it. to do it. And I was like, why has Nana got such big wrists? <laughs> <laughs> she was stuffing. She just had tissues for days. She just fucking ran. She loved it when we had a cold. She was like, Nana's here. Oh my God. Wolverine. <laughs> I'll take that. <laughs> Oh my God. It's only got some snot on it. <laughs> I mean, nothing's worse than handkerchiefs because that's just no, no. Uh, it's a no. shame they died out. It was a lovely idea. Oh, you can pop like your initials on it. Gay coding, big fan, but I don't think you should blow your nose into them. You know, like mm. gay guys would tuck them in there and say what they're into. Yeah, yeah. no, I was big fan, but not a not for blowing your actual nose on. Sorry, I guess no. <clears throat> we've gone um, on a tangent. I'm gonna, I'm gonna <laughs> tell you. He was known to police. He was known to police. <laughs> that's where we and started. That's what we were getting to. <laughs> <laughs> um, so he is a petty criminal with a long list of crimes and misdemeanors. He was described as a lazy ne'er do well sort of fellow, oh, and also he was a hat maker by trade. <gasps> oh, 
Oh, hat so maker. Place to put all that hair. Tucked up in there. <laughs> like a raster. The hats that go all the way down to your lip. <laughs> <laughs> I've got a a fun additional question. How did Smith's own mother describe her son? Oh no. Worse than ne'er do well shifty, hairy. Yeah. (sighs) Well, you. What did you say before? A thumb and a wig. (laughs) Thumb and a a Beatles wig. I think she described him as a beautiful boy. Okay. That is, it, it might have been mom, a face yeah. only a mother could love. So. Okay. She did call him William Smith. Like she didn't. Was it William Smith? Yeah. Yeah. Mm. That's you know you don't care about your kid if you call him William no, Smith. No, you don't. It's a face him. a mother could love if only she could see it. <laughs> <laughs> she just kept combing it over. There's a beautiful boy under here somewhere. <laughs> How did she describe him? Liza Minnelli. Any more guesses or shall I tell you? Tell us. Bludgy McBludgeon. She (laughs) said that he had, quote unquote, always been a trial to her. (gasps) Yeah. Oh, that's not great. No. Who doesn't love a petty criminal with mother issues? So, um, one of my sources said, with the fatuity the police sometimes show they chose to make up their minds that Smith was a murderer and to twist their theory into facts they entered upon a series of blunders Uh, so we potentially actually have tampering of evidence Uh, the police went to his mum's house where he lived and they (laughs) said that they found some trousers and clothes of his with spots of blood on his mother didn't know what time he got home that night of the murder because she was already in bed now Smith never attempted to deny that he had been on two or three occasions to Cannon Street and that Mrs Milson had paid him some money uh, but he emphatically declared that he was not there the night of the murder and he had spent the evening with friends in Eton now mm. the police yeah. <laughs> I was quite on this guy's side now I <laughs> they're posh and bloody <laughs> I don't think he like went to Eton I think he was literally just is Eton a was, place? yeah oh. it's not just a state of mind <laughs> no it's, uh, <laughs> Hannah it's yeah. a mess <laughs> Hey. Um, it's mainly meringue and jam. <laughs> so, so he went to the place Eaton. He did not. Okay. Yeah, yeah, he wasn't like having a fancy time. He was playing right. bridge or something. Well, actually, that sounds posh. But to then, in those <laughs> days, it was common. Yeah. Whatever. So you're really on his side. You love him. <laughs> Give me a stocky hairy man. Uh, demands shillings uh, <laughs> with menaces. That's that's what that's how I get off. Um, <laughs> so, the, especially if he has a puck. <laughs> oh, she went there. I set it up. I set it up. Sorry. Uh, right now, <laughs> do wait. I can't read. I've got tears in my eyes from laughing at my own tissues. <laughs> I mean, oh, I forgot about the tissues. Um, so, okay, the police got fixated with trying to prove that he had been in London on the night of the murder. Question: How did they try to prove that he had been in London on the night of the murder? They planted train tickets on him. No, hang on, Ooh, it's too early. Too early for too early for train tickets. So they what? planted some kind of proof that he'd been on a carriage to London. That's great. It is hard, isn't it? Because mm. there's no CCTV. Mm. There's no like you know. Close with CCTV. What would they have before CCTV? Eyes. <laughs> Correct. They, they, they got a witness. A witness. Yes. A, a blind eyes. witness. Yeah. And he had, he had one of the big foam hats and the Union Jack. And they were like, 
You can only get those on Oxford Street. <laughs> so they suddenly have a surprise witness. Oh, witness. Uh, the prosecution brought forward a Mrs. Robbins, and she was a housekeeper at Number One Cannon Street, oh, the door next door to the Bevington. These nosy witches. <laughs> housekeepers, man. Is that a euphemism? <laughs> um, now, Mrs. Robbins said that she returned home on the night of the murder about ten minutes past ten, and as she rang the bell, she heard a violent slamming of the door at the Bevington warehouse and she saw a man leave the house. He gave her a side look as he passed and the light of her hall lamp shone on his face and she believed that Smith was that man. But some problems happened when they tried to get this all through at the Old Bailey. So question, what derailed the prosecution of William Smith? Well, isn't that she so- died? <laughs> Ooh, could happen though because in the old yeah. timey days people die all the time. Died every yeah. old women like that old haggard housewives. <laughs> housemaids, like, oh my housemaids. god, like she was like forty nine. She died of housemaid's knee. <laughs> Which is Isn't that like I love that though? That's so exciting—the idea of like being in this house and being like seeing this guy walk because she saw the guy mm-hmm. walk past the house, yeah. And like the, the street lighting must have not been that good. She, so she might have seen him at like I don't know the the she had a fire and then she saw yeah. this man walk past, and yeah. that is so exciting. And I think that's almost too cool to be able to be like, yes. oh, it was definitely him. Yeah. Does he have an inconvenient alibi? He was having an affair with a hairy woman. <gasps> who said they platted themselves together. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Got stuck. Hairy woman <laughs> walking down the street. Is that um, what it is? Yes. Now there are two things. In- <laughs> Yes. yes, yes, it was. That is- She's learned how to play, Kate. Me, uh huh. That was exactly <laughs> no, right. No, no, but um, that's one. Of- so two things. Firstly, it came out that Mrs. Robbins had been coached and/or bribed with what to say. Uh, there were allegations of other witnesses being bribed because there were like other servants around that saw stuff, but they wow. couldn't say who they saw. Mm. And then secondly, Smith got a crack team to defend him, and he was able to prove that he was in Eton with his friends because they all came forward and confirmed that they played card games. So he had a proper Legend. solid alibi. Um, also, a medical expert examined the spots and stains on his garments, which the police were so sure was blood. And it turned out that they were something called cogging, um, which is a material used in hat making. And he was a hat maker. Oh. Oh. Uh, so question, what was the verdict on William Smith? I'm going to say not nerd. guilty. Yeah. Not guilty? <laughs> hat nerd. Hat nerd. <laughs> I feel like maybe he wasn't guilty then. If you're saying that people were being paid to come forward and say it was him, did yeah. you say? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, you hope justice is a little bit more. Mm. Yeah, yeah. I feel like maybe he wasn't guilty, but who was it then in that case? I, I, wow. I have a theory. Can I? Can Ooh, I yeah. Have a theory. Ooh. I think it was Elizabeth from the beginning. I just didn't like her style, so <laughs> I, I'm just. I didn't like her, the cut <laughs> of her jib. <laughs> she was just a bit in there, but beaky, yeah. bit yeah. judgmental. Okay. I don't know why. No, no. Wanted I love the warehouse it. to herself, but <gasps> I'm. You know. I think that's mostly how police work probably worked yeah. in like the 18th century. I just didn't I like think it was her. Yeah. yeah. She's got a yeah. vibe. Got a bad vibe. Okay. <laughs> no, you just read off the paper. It's fine. Uh, and, okay, right. Well, the he was proved not guilty. Okay, I thought. Uh, yeah, yeah, right. The okay. case against him collapsed, and he was set free. To now, live with a hairy woman forever. That is also true. <gasps> uh, so it Very later nice. emerged that Mrs. Milson had some. <laughs> and then someone unvelcroed them, and it was fine. Now, later emerged that Mrs. Milson had some skeletons in her closet. Oh. Question, what skeletons were in her closet? Literally, not literally skeletons. Not literally oh, like skeletons. A, 
So Milson was the one that was murdered. Sarah, Sarah Milson. Sarah Milson. Now We're going to start calling her Sarah now because no, I can get Saz a bit more inside her brain. Now, don't ever call me Saz. Uh, <laughs> no, no. I mean, I was talking about Saz Milson. <laughs> sure. Oh, Saz Milson. She's a legend. Love her. Sarah um, Milson. So she had some figurative skeletons yeah. in her closet. So took the money sure she got lent some money yes took the money okay spunked it on hats <gasps> maybe what else oh did ladies God. buy then we never asked how many hats this woman was wearing <laughs> she loved hats it was 20 to 30 hats she wore at one time <laughs> a big pile <laughs> oh man okay but, I mean, he, she's in some bad debt, isn't she? Yeah, yeah. I mean, she took yeah, the money hats. for the for the medicine and spent okay. it on on hats. fripperies. Okay, so we got fri- and- debts of fripperies. Mm-hmm. fripperies. Any other guesses on skeletons? Okay, uh, bigamy. <gasps> Legend. Sarah. Legend. And the name Sarah is ridiculous. <laughs> that girl, no one can tame a Sarah. Do you know what I'm saying? <laughs> So Double she, hubs. Yeah. She was a big husband in every leather shop. That's <laughs> how so the saying goes. Um, so. That's a tale as old as time. <laughs> oh, <I love> so <laughs> she's bigamized. She or is now ethical non-monogamy, it would be called, or something. Oh no, she's polyamorous. She's enjoying her time. Yeah. yeah. She was a bigamist. Now, my sources oh. differ on who left who. She left them wanting more, am I yeah. right? Um, but basically, her first marriage was not until death there was part, and one of them left the other one. So she was technically still married when she married her second husband, Ooh. who had then obviously died. Um, now, one theory that I read was that this could have made her a possible victim of blackmail with someone threatening to reveal her secret unless she paid up. Um, so now, question, did they ever find the murderer of Mrs. Sarah Milson? Oh. <gasps> Not. Excellent guess. Anyone else? I mean, that suggests it's a, it's a binary, isn't it? It's, like, yeah. it's got to be yes or no, yes or no. So, what are you going for? I'll go for the other one. And then, <laughs> I kind of. I, well, I feel like if she'd been married to another guy mm. beforehand, mm-hmm. she they would have had friends. As a couple, you have friends. Mm-hmm. So, do you know what I mean? You have friends that you're yeah. friends with, and like she can't just go from that and just be like, "Oh, I'm married to this guy now." Someone would know, and they'd be like, "I can make a pretty, pretty, pretty penny." A pretty, pretty penny. penny yeah track but down. whether or not they were caught I don't know I think probably not like like you say the police were getting bored even when yeah. a woman was bludgeoned to death on yeah. a doorstep yeah. they're not going to give a no, shit no they weren't bothered yeah. once they realised there was no like cool, cool sexiness involved it was yeah. just yeah. you know yeah. Yeah, yeah yeah they don't give a shit they say it was an unsolved mystery yeah is that yeah. all three of us no I'll go for the other one then just to just <laughs> okay. make things exciting okay <laughs> they never found the murderer oh um, so it was and my source said Mrs. Milson's murder I can't murder. believe he's still walking around <laughs> or she bludgeoned herself she um, might have self-bludgeoned. <gasps> so, that my impressive. final question, who do you think did it? Because I have a theory too. Ooh. So you thought I'm it was... I'm self-bludgeoned now. Oh, you're getting self-bludgeoned? Yeah, you're not going for Elizabeth? Okay. I just want this woman to have made her own choices. Nice. She sounded like quite a feisty person. <clears throat> yeah. To, you know, borrowed money. Yeah. Multiple husbands. She was really just living her own life. And I think she got to the end and she was just like, I'm, I'm, I'm done. Yeah. They didn't like, I'm a Sarah, God I'm damn it. I'm a Sarah, God damn it. I'm <laughs> down in a blaze of glory. Sw- that Switzerland wasn't a thing. She was old. She'd done her time. She's in her 50. <laughs> so old. She was like, I just want to go happy. And she bludgeoned yeah. herself. Okay. <laughs> With a Do you know what? And actually, <laughs> weirdly... <laughs> that be a, a happy ending to a story but it is if that's the happy yeah. ending um, okay. otherwise I think maybe first husband Ooh. feels like the obvious yeah Ooh. 
right? See, that's my theory too. Go on. Nice. Made a, is this the right time to use cuckold? Because I've never oh. been able to use that. It is. I think yes. that is probably the only time that word has ever been used yeah. appropriately. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> To well mean done. what it actually means. Today's <laughs> day and age, that was incredible. Rather than someone who eats vegan burgers. <laughs> okay. So yeah, my theory is that basically that because I don't think it could be blackmail because surely the person would expose her rather than kill her. Like, do you know what I mean? Like that doesn't yeah, check it's out. Weird, yeah, it's a weird like bargaining chip. Yeah, you yeah. can get more from her. If yeah, she's just to expose her. Yeah. So I feel like basically what Taylor said, it's the first husband, maybe he struck her down because fit of jealousy too. Like it's a violent, angry crime. Statistically, most victims know the killer, intimate partner violence, yada, yada, yada. Um, yeah. Crime of passion, etc. I think you're probably right. Yeah. Um, but I'd like to believe it was a self-budge. <laughs> Well, I'm either way, both to yeah. the Bailey. Yeah. Is it like Bailey.com yeah. now? It's me. I decide. And whatever it was we just said, we solved it. Yay! Cheers, guys. Okay. Right, we got me. We're going to oh, rattle shit. through a listener crime, which was written on a piece of paper in one of our live shows from somebody called Danielle. She says, Dear Drunk Women, when I was a teenager, my telephone number ended in 6669. Someone at school used oh. to write <laughs> <laughs> 666 Devil Woman all over my desk. And you could do uh, such better things with yeah. that. I know. We didn't go yeah, with our minds were such a there. trick. Yeah. And Shame. would find it I would find it when I would go to class. What could bring sorry, I can read, it's just it's, <laughs> it's written, it's handwriting. It's neat handwriting, but I'm just anyway. So what could what could again. yeah <laughs> ye anyway what could bring on this kind of vilifying bullying oh wow so why did Wait, someone <laughs> basically she's a victim of harassment at school because of her telephone number. number oh the phone yeah. number so basically Danielle do you have so any enemies so it was 6669 so yeah. we went straight to the 69 yeah. we thought oh, that was no. funny yeah this bully is dumb and missing a trick okay gone straight for the devil yeah, yeah. Probably biblical. Do you know what? It's like a biblical school and yeah, you genuinely were raised to believe in the actual Basically, this is, a, this is a Christian that hates you, Danielle. Yeah. Is this a Catholic school? Yeah. That I was don't my know. first... But it has to be like within... Not necessarily Catholic, sorry. Through Catholic. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's fine. They are the worst. I was... <laughs> also, I'm imagine Catholic, I being a teenage girl at school... And your phone number being the thing people bullied know, you about. Right? Yeah. It's like, have I mean, you got a wonky tit? Have you got terrible teeth? Have you I got, guess, like, you know, yeah. there's so many things to bully people about. And then like, you become a comedy writer. And yeah. Then, yeah. <laughs> it turns out it was worth it. So, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and us, you did get tits eventually. They weren't big, but you did get some. <laughs> and they were the same size. <laughs> and you got pubes. And you got your period. <laughs> When you were 16. Uh, it was quite a delay, wasn't it? Quite a delay. <laughs> a lot of ice cream that day, a lot of ice cream. Yeah. Mobile or a landline? No, yeah, we, we actually don't know. I feel like that's a mobile. Just yeah, in which case glad, they're very young. Just uh, be glad you're young. All sympathy gone. Yeah. yeah. Well, also being taunted by devil worship at the age of a millennial I is mean, not really... It's, it's not like you were raised to believe no. in... Yeah. Yeah. It's like we have science now. Yeah. Um, but also it's it's like it's a, it's a slightly creepy form of harassment, 
but if that's all they could attack you with, mm-hmm. you obviously had really nice hair. Yeah. yeah and, she's a good girl. You know, no, she's so well. lovely. She Take really comfort has, in that. Yeah. Actually, this is this is a little bit arrogant. This. <laughs> 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 I remember that my friend had a telephone number that was like, it was a mobile number and it ended like 111-222-333. And <laughs> but he constantly got phone calls with people asking to buy the phone number oh. for their business because it was so good. Easy to remember. But yeah, but he never sold it because he's just belligerent. But yeah. I remember thinking, oh, wow, okay, that's quite interesting that you can't yeah. just choose the sort of funky phone number you want for your business. And then they yeah. sent around the old bailiffs and they yeah. were like, we can do this the hard way or the easy way. I want <laughs> your number. Thing? Like when back in the day when it was like, ring now, uh, 0800. Uh, 0891. 50, 50, 50. <laughs> Party chat, mate. Yeah. Party chat. Party chat. Party chat. One of the many crimes I've done is when I used to work for talking. Uh, no, I won't say. No, I used to work for a phone company that isn't. Um, um, they don't exist anymore. Uh, we had to do phone research, and I would make up the phone. They would give you a piece of paper, and you had to like, oh, phone Mrs. Smith and find out what music she listened to for which radio station. So I would just make up the results, obviously, because yeah. who cares? Yeah. And I would use the phone line to make phone calls. So, I would, but you couldn't make um, fun party phone lines. So I would have to do the next best thing, which was like the Cadbury's cream egg line. <laughs> <laughs> and things like that but I would spend a lot of time on just because I had to look like I was on the phone but obviously I didn't want to phone people in the houses and no. annoy them so I would make up the results for the survey <gasps> and um, so she asks who would do it someone that doesn't like you but luckily you're clearly beautiful so it's fine we saw yeah, yeah. 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 cheers yeah. No, I would, I would say have. if that's the worst thing you're bullied for then <laughs> that's great but also you want to be bullied for more things yeah. so you get successful in comedy yes yeah yes. Oh. yeah, yeah. Get some braces. Talk to us then. <laughs> now, um, so be five oh. ten from the age of twelve. I think you probably did that, right? Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Pre-puberty growth spurt. So, except um, anywhere but the breasts. <laughs> okay, we have just enough time to find out a little bit more about what. Sarah, you know, Sarah, you know way too much about me now. So, what are you up to? Plug stuff. Oh, plugging things. Um, I, I do a podcast called The Fear. Fabulous. Uh, the Fear. But it's on, it's, it's, she's sleeping at the moment. She's on hiatus. Okay. But she's just between seasonal. Se- seasonal. Yes, mm. I do a seasonal podcast because it seems a lot to put one out a week. You yeah. seem to get very drunk. Who would do that? Oh. No, you seem to have to get very drunk. <laughs> Idiots. Uh, so, but it's a, I interview uh, funny people about what they're scared of. Essentially, awesome. it's so good as well. I've listened to it. Uh, so yeah. Well, yeah. I would like really, you all really to come good. on. We'll work it out. You know, whether it's Jodie or guests or yes, it's yes. Cool, cool, cool. Mm-hmm. And, and what else? I am. Um, oh, uh, the next thing that I've written on that's coming out is Intelligence. It'll be on Sky Atlantic. No, Sky One. Sky One. Awesome. Um, it's Nick Mohammed and David Schwimmer. Nice. Oh, yes. Nick Mohammed's sitcom. I am story producer on awesome. that show. Yeah. Um, that's cool. uh, it's really funny. It is uh, David Schwimmer being a sort of obnoxious yeah. American, very <laughs> not very and very the opposite of Rotten Friends, coming into GCHQ. And uh, yeah, it's it's, it's they awesome. are the best uh, couple ever on screen. They're just they're so lovely, Nick and and David, Wicked. and I, and I loved working on it. So yeah, that's that's out. Drunk Women Solving Crime is produced by Amanda Redman. Music by The Lion and the Wolf. If you would like to, you can follow us on Drunk Women Pod on Twitter, on Facebook and Insta. We are Drunk Women Solving Crime. And please review us on Apple Podcasts. And also, if you have a crime that you would like us to solve, write it on a review on Apple Podcasts as well. Thank you to ACAS and thank you for listening. Bye! 
What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com.